0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Nitty Gritty Real Estate Podcast. Today we're talking about the cooling housing market. Let's get into it. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Joe Brown with the TJK team, the marketing division head here with Tom Krieger as well, uh, who is the head of the Tom J. Krieger team and the leader guy of the, the entire operation here. <laughs> So I think we read a lot of headlines right now. We've had the fourth straight month of declining home sales, and we have people maybe worry about the the impending crash is coming, and you know we're nose diving um, with the housing market. And if you aren't informed by the numbers, it can be a scary thing. Yep. Especially if you're a homeowner, if you're a, a home buyer looking to get into the market, it can be a scary thing. So what what are we looking at right now what why are we
1: seeing quote cooling off numbers in the market okay so joe thanks a lot for being here um let me uh, address the availability home for sale right now why the the market is declining in the actual numbers one of the major reasons is the home builders are not able to get their houses done in time so what normally would have taken six to eight months to do is taken 12 to 14 months okay so when they started the projects 14, 15, 13, 12 months ago. They thought these houses were going to be coming on the market, right? And they were spacing out their sales. What ended up happening is they couldn't close on time, so they delayed the closings. So what normally would have closed in February or March is not closing until April or May or June. So that's one of the reasons why we're having declining closing sales or sales of houses. The other one is that the pricing of homes is climbing so fast that the affordability from the first time home buyer to the move up home is widening and those people those buyers can't seem to stretch they need to save more money to buy down the, the amount they're borrowing so they can fall within their parameters and in addition rates have jumped joe if, if people are are regular listening listeners to our podcasts they'll remember when we were on the board behind me here And how we said that a one-point raise in interest would be a 15% change in the purchase price of a property. Well, guess what? Since we did that podcast, it's one and a half points. And we expect it to be another one point onto that. So from the original uh, production of that podcast until... Probably the middle of this year, it's going to be two and a half percentage points up, which is 34% purchase power taken away based upon the interest rate. So that's another reason why we're seeing a slowdown in home sales is because those secondary buyers, first time home buyers cannot become secondary buyers. What we are seeing though, is we're seeing an increase from the, the second home to the third home or even the third home to a um, second home, like a vacation home. Those numbers haven't really dropped off. It's the builders numbers and the numbers from the first time home buyer up to the second time home. That's where really the reduction in home price in home sales have have uh, taken us. Hey, everyone. We want to interrupt this episode to let you know that we are a Keller Williams Southern Arizona franchise. Also, we are licensed realtors practicing equal housing. I see. I
0: see. Okay. So I have a quote here from Deutsche Bank that I wanted to read. um, And it says, to be sure, the mortgage rates up over 100 basis points, and that's one one hundredth of a percentage point, just so we have that understanding. To be sure with the mortgage rates up over a hundred basis points over the past year and now their highest level since 2019 housing activity should slow going forward so i take that by meaning it's going to push out some of maybe the borderline buyers who aren't maybe as seasoned with their money who can just jump in to buy a home is it
1: is that kind of what that means it's exactly what that means joe um and rates you know from december of last year until current they're 4.2 percent from 3.1 that's 1.32 percent interest rates and that's a huge chunk joe yeah and so if you think about it i was you know i could afford a four hundred thousand dollar house but now it looks like I can only afford about a $330,000. Well, that's what my house is now. Why am I selling my house now to buy something in the same value? Right. It doesn't make sense, right? So one of the things that, that I want to share with people when it comes to affordability is a lot of people like to put 20 25% down if they can to remove the private mortgage insurance, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't mean to get in the weeds here, but kind of, please try and follow me on this. If I don't put as much down, And I pay the private mortgage insurance, but I can take that amount that I didn't use fully for the down payment, use that to buy down my interest rate. I can then stretch into a house that I could afford. And in two years, that house is going to appreciate so much that you can have the private mortgage insurance removed. You can basically uh, reapply or refinance that out. So it is one way. And you really need to sit down and talk with your real estate agent about this and also your loan officer, your LO, to make sure the numbers fit for you. But what we're starting to see and what I'm advising my clients is, look at, don't put 25% down, put 15% down. Oh, but I gotta pay the private mortgage insurance. Yeah, that's $80 a month or $90 a month, but by buying your interest rate down by a point or a point and a half, you're saving $300 on your payment. Yeah. Which is more, 300 or 80 or 90 It's right? a no-brainer there, even I can math that. Yeah, so again, you, I, I wanna have everybody clearly hear me, Talk with your real estate agent and talk with a lender. Put the real numbers together for your circumstance, okay? Buy your interest rate down if you can, where your savings is greater than your private mortgage insurance. Because the way things are going right now, Joe, we envision home values still appreciating, not at the 18.1% they were last year, but... 5 6%, how often, maybe two to three years, now your home's appreciated enough that you don't need to have that private mortgage insurance. And for the other 27 years of payments, you're saving 300 bucks a month. That's a huge tip right yeah. there, huge tip. So, well, uh, I know that was a quick
0: one, but if we gave you some great advice here, be sure to follow us, follow our podcast, um, and if you have a topic maybe that that you want us to cover, feel free to to shoot that over to us and, and let us know, and we'll we'll cover it for you because this this can be a complicated
1: process. Yeah, Joe, and and, and everybody, reach out to us. I want to help people afford to buy houses and to take the knowledge that we have and utilize it to better your life. Yeah, that's great. Uh, And we did mention a podcast in
0: this. Look down in the show notes and it will be linked there. Uh, That way you can click on that and check it out and see what the actual affordability difference is between a rise in interest rates. Because it is kind of shocking when you start looking at the numbers. It is. Um, Well, thanks for listening to this podcast. We'll, We'll see you on the next one.
1: Hey, thank you for listening and watching the Nitty Gritty podcast here with the Tom J. Krieger team. If you are thinking about buying a home, selling a home, or even investing in real estate, please reach out to us. We are local here in Tucson, Arizona, but we are also connected to over 4,000 agents across the U.S. So again, looking to buy, sell, or invest in your hometown, reach out to us and let us connect you.